Welcome to Stupid About Children mini podcast, where we play with ideas that we don't often think about when it comes to our kids. So I always feel like I have to just push and push and push and push and push for my daughter to do things at her highest level of capability or to be taking that next step of growth or to be assuming more responsibilities like as though she's becoming an adult um, or as though she's prepping for being an adult. And man, it frustrates me like crazy. And I beat my head against the wall. Like why, why do I have to push so hard for her to take the next step of responsibility? Why do I have to push so hard for her to take that next step of responsibility? Because I remember being a kid and wanting to be an adult um, and wanting more responsibility, thinking it was so cool if I got to do this or even like driving. Oh, it was going to be so cool when I could drive. Um, And part of that was because um, I could get away from my parents and away from their rules and I could be independent and make my own rules and things like that. But this is when I started piecing together, oh man, maybe this is what's going on. Because I started to realize, and I asked my daughter even to verify my suspicion. I thought, God, you know, I don't know why she doesn't want to take on more responsibility. Not like the weight of the world, but the next step in responsibility. Cause I wanted to when I was younger, cause I couldn't wait to be an adult. I wanted to be bigger and grow up and have, you know, and so I asked her, do you want to be an adult? Do you, you know, when I was younger, I was, I couldn't wait. Um, do you? And she said, no, I don't want to be an adult. (laughs) And it was really obvious. And then we found our problem. (laughs) It was like, okay, no wonder I'm having to like shove her uh, towards this stuff and exhaust myself in doing so because she doesn't want to be an adult. And so then I thought about that some more. And that whole statement that I said about, you know, wanting to get away from my parents' rules and wanting to have my own freedom and be able to make my own rules and stuff like that. Um, I think that gave me a clue to the answer too. I think that, um, maybe me and even generations before me and even more extreme ways were highly driven to be adults, not just to get away from their parents' rules. Um, although that was maybe one of them, you know, our parents were the authoritarians. They were the ones that made the rules and we wanted our own freedom to do things as we'd like. Um, we wanted to have a voice because we didn't necessarily have one. We were definitely treated. Children were treated as second class citizens. They didn't get to make the rules. They didn't get to have a say. And, you know, they weren't even considered in the equation, in, in the decisions. Now I understand each family is different and there may be totally different, um, family dynamics. I'm just talking about in a generalized type of way. Um, that was definitely what was going on in my family. And I know that in general, that was what was going around in my peer group too, like in there, uh, they wanted to get away. They wanted to be able to drive and do their own thing. And they couldn't wait to be an adult because it also meant that, they would have power because they were powerless as children and powerless in their homes. And they would finally matter and 
be able to, you know, like I said, have power, do things their own way. Um, I don't, you know, create a life for themselves because they were basically just living at the mercy of their parents or as second class citizens, as I said before. So now then what's happened with my child is that I have given her plenty of power. She had, there isn't, there isn't even a power structure that much in my family. I mean, there is, um, I am the leader for sure. Uh, although it's not the type of leader that takes power over others or that gains their leadership by having power over others. It's the type of leader that is the leader because they know best how to have power with others, how to put all the others power together in order to create the best, most powerful combo, how to coordinate uh, the team and have the best power together. So power with others is kind of how our leadership goes and uh, how I run my family. But within that different concept of that structure, all of a sudden, now, you know, my my children aren't treated as second class citizens. They matter. They're treated as a part of the team. They have some power. They have a voice. They absolutely have a voice and they're encouraged to use their power uh, for the group um, because that doesn't threaten the leadership that I have. Uh, you know, it's not that type of thing. It's not like I have the power. You don't. You don't have a say. These are my rules, not yours. Mine can speak back to me. They can help me develop the rules. I would like them to, as, but uh, you know, as long as we're working as a team and they are not just coming up with rules that are going to work for them, that's not the same thing. It's like use your power to come up with rules that will work for everybody because this is a drawing board where we're all at it and we're all part of the team and this is a group project kind of thing. So, um, yeah, but you see how this destroys a certain level of that drive to become an adult and to be... Um, an adult on your own because you already have a voice and you're not seeking power and you're not trying to get out from under the rule of someone else. And you're not taught that, you know, you only matter or life only begins when you become a real person and you're not just this like, um, sort of handicapped thing being cared for like a pet by another, uh, you know, by a parent or something. And I don't know if the pet is derogatory or not, but, um, I mean, you know, that you are being cared for and that you're incapable and that real life doesn't begin unless you're independent and capable. That's just not how my group gets treated. So they don't have that drive. And that's where my drive to become an adult and take on more and more responsibility came from. And so then I asked myself, oh my gosh, well then have I messed up? You know, have I gotten it wrong? And, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Like, I do want her to have a drive to take on some more responsibility. And I do want her to have a drive to become an adult. Um, not that I want her to be wishing for adulthood or rushing for adulthood, which I think is more what we were doing when we were younger. We were rushing for it because of the fact that that's where the freedom was. And my children have plenty of freedom in their own place. So they don't, they don't have to rush like that. So, so I don't necessarily think it's a bad choice because I don't really want, I feel like we, 
rushed for adulthood for all the wrong reasons, for power, for freedom, you know, for all the wrong reasons, for things like not being a second class citizen. And we shouldn't have been. Um, and it shouldn't have been a rush, uh, maybe a more natural, you know, um, just a more natural uh, movement into uh, not even movement towards, but movement into adulthood. That does naturally mean picking up and taking the next step in grabbing new responsibilities. Um, so then, I don't know, kind of the next question for me to answer was, okay, so now what? Like, now how do I create it then? If it's not from that structure that, you know, my childhood had in it, and I don't want to go that route, and but I still want her to have that drive. And so, you know, I talked with her and we were talking about it just openly. And like, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be an adult. Well, gosh, you know, that's confusing. Um, and I guess the thing that just popped out of my mouth kind of became the answer. Um, you know, the thing that popped out of my mouth is like, but you can't avoid it. Like, but you will, <laughs> you know, like you might not want to, but you will become an adult. Like it is inevitable. Your body is taking you there. You will. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you want to or not, you will. And so just by nature of the fact that it is inevitable, that develops your want to um, do it well. So what came to my mind is like death. Okay, well, we, death isn't maybe something that we want or that we think of as we want to die, but it is inevitable. It is something that will happen. So in a sense, shouldn't we then want to be ready for death? Shouldn't we then want to do it, our lives well, you know, and grow towards it well, do death well even? I mean, that may sound just like crazy for our brains to get around. So maybe that example is too far in the abstraction to use, but I really do think that they're similar because it is inevitable. And I know that in my person, I do want to do it well. I want to be feeling ready and in touch with the idea of it so that I can embrace it. And that I'm not just like living my life trying to avoid death, that I'm living my life trying to be prepared for death. And I don't mean that in a morbid way. I mean, prepared like yes, like if death happens, I've lived a good life and I am prepared. Like I'm ready for the, the transition, you know, transition, uh, whatever you think that is, um, transition out of life, basically. Um, I don't know, or that I could do death as skillfully as possible. Let's put it that way. Do death as skillfully as possible, which means doing life as skillfully as possible because your life is your road to death, like in a sense, you know? So when I say um, do death as skillfully as possible, I, I mean do life as skillfully as possible. So anyway, backing up off of that, especially since that may be just like too strange um, to think about because most people do have just a really deeply and biologically ingrained aversion to death for obvious reasons. Um, going back to the, uh, you know, it's inevitable that you will be an adult child. So why don't we get busy 
Like you cannot avoid it. You will. Um, why don't we get busy making sure that you are skilled at it, that you're doing it well, that you can do it well so that you don't have to want to avoid it. Because if adulthood seems like, yuck, I don't really want to, like you will want to, it will be, you can do it your way. Let's add, let's get busy adding your skills, increasing your responsibility. Let's get you good at adulting, <laughs> you know, let's get you good at that so that you can do it your way. You can get creative with it. Um, you, it can be easy for you. It doesn't have to be drudgery. It doesn't have to be something negative. These responsibilities don't have to be something you're, you know, averse to. They can be something that's a breeze. You're, you're be skillful at it. You'd be good at it. And, and it will be something that you will enjoy, something that you can enjoy, something that you can do in creative new ways that, you know, you haven't even thought of yet. And that I haven't even thought of yet because they'll, you'll have mastery over it. So let's get you busy doing that. Let's get you ready for that because you won't be able to avoid it. So we might as well get you so good at it that it's fun, that it's a breeze, that it's no burden at all, that you can do it your way and own it and love it. And it can be just as fun as right now, even more fun than right now, even more fun than, you know, anything you ever imagined. You can make it your own. And that's, you know, what I mean by the death thing, too. It's like, let's get you busy. You can't avoid it. So let's get you busy um, building your skills so that you'll do it. Um, you'll do it well. You will be able to do it your way. And um, it won't be something you're averse to at all. You will be um, skilled enough. You'll have the mastery to where it's a breeze. It's easy. Um, it's not something that seems like a burden. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's enough to motivate her or not, but that's what we're using right now. And when we talked about it, it did seem to make sense to her. It did seem to relieve something off of her back because I think maybe she thought adulthood would be, um, yeah, just like too cumbersome. Like, why would I want to? Why would I want to take all this, you know, uh, extra on my back? I already have a voice here and I already, I like being a part of this team and, um, okay, fair enough, but it's inevitable. It's going to happen and she can still be a part of the team. And she's lucky because she has a team, you know, this family will stay her team. Um, but she just gets to step into new skills and, you know, kind of bring us to new heights because yeah, as the team, we will, uh, you know, and I told her even about the leadership, which is kind of another side note, because I already discussed how, you know, we don't take leadership in that way of taking power over someone. Um, you know, I said, I don't have to be the leader. Like I'm the leader right now by default, because I'm the one with the most experience and the most skills. And I know how to pull everybody together and use everybody's power most efficiently. I'll put everybody's power together. Um, I won't take power over you. I will 
have power with you. And I'm the one that knows how to do that the best right now. But, uh, you know, as she is able to transition into adulthood, there can be several leaders. That's the joy of this type of leadership. We could have two, three, whatever, five leaders on deck and we could take turns. We could all be leaders and switch and, um, you know, or she can take it if she wants. Like when she is an adult and has taken on that role, I'm happy to hand her leadership too. I don't. And I think that's important, too, as parents. I think that's kind of a a whole different subject. But parents needing to transition and understand when they are no longer, they're a parent. They're always a parent. But they don't have to parent in a verb sense because they are not leaders anymore once their children are adults. They don't have to do that. Um, They can be available as a trusted advisor. They can be available um, as a member of the team. And yeah, they can even take the reins again and be the leader if their child wants them to. But they don't, that's not their role anymore that they have to take and that they're defaulted in all the time. But anyway, so like I was saying that, you know, we can take it to the next level. If she gets to have adult status too, then, you know, our, our power as a team has increased and we can do more things as a team. There can be leader swap outs. There can be all kinds of crazy new possibilities. So we're adding skills, you know, all of us are. And, um, that it doesn't have to be cumbersome or something that she thinks is, uh, you know, just too much work or drudgery or something like that. So again, I don't know if it's enough motivation for her. I think, you know, for now it is, and it's definitely been interesting to look at it. And definitely another one of those examples where living your life with your child, raising a child, you know, brings up, uh, stuff that, you know, you haven't thought through in, the most detailed way. You just kind of take on the assumptions of the air around you, the society around you, the people around you. And instead, you know, thinking them through and hashing them out this way is always so enriching to me and kind of brings me to new levels because I know what our goal is. It's just like, you know, stating your goal. It's like, okay, you know, thinking through like, all right, what are the problems with this? And like, what should our goal be now? And, you know, doing it more clearly. Uh, I'm not just going to sit there and bark at her all day to get her work done or to be more responsible or to think this through. Uh, you know, instead I know where the problems are coming from. I know why I'm having to push. And so I know what to remind both of us of, um, when we need to get our eyes reset on the goal. And I know how to term it too, because if I just term it as being an adult growing up, obviously that's not going to be appealing. I have to term it slightly differently. I have to put it, um, you know, reminder that the adult stuff is coming no matter what, uh, whether she wants it or not. And that it's really just about making it skillful and easy so that she can do it and enjoy it when it comes so that she can enjoy it when it comes. Cause it's coming. <laughs> uh, it's just being able to enjoy it when you come, when it comes. Um, and so I think just that slight difference in goal is way different, you know, like, don't you want to be an adult versus 
Don't you want to be able to enjoy it when you become an adult, <laughs> uh, despite what you want? <laughs> so, alrighty, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, but now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.